You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, Buns, Buns. I want to give you something real, but I don't know where to start. Darling, let's make a deal. I want to give you my heart. I would trade anything for love. Hey, guys. Welcome to ISO The Buns Podcast. Uh, if you're listening to this, I'm probably already on my way to Japan, so I'm a little bit uh, out of the buns loop, but I've got a bunch of content lined up while I'm away, so no episodes will be missed. Um, this week, the interview is with Cameron from Black Oak Brewery, so uh, if you guys like craft beer, check it out. All right, time for this week in buns. This week, we're taking it to the maxi, figuring out what the hell Chup is, bringing you the story of Keely, the woman who survived the great polar bear attack of 2017, and a little Beyonce in training with her lemonade. Welcome to ISO Buns Podcast, bringing you the best of all the bun zones. I'm Oren. I'm Laura. And let's get it going. So found this hilarious uh, post by Daniel. Uh, and he has this very cool 60s groovy looking glass sculpture, okay? Um, and it's really beautiful, but it um, very uh, distinctly looks like a used maxi pad. It is 1000% a used maxi pad. Yeah, but one of the most classy and beautiful maxi pads I've ever seen. Uh, and so many people <laughs> concur with our thoughts here, Oren, as per in the comments. But my favorite one was this woman that said, my gynecologist wants this <laughs> and I will give you whatever you want in terms of your ISO. This better end up at the gynecologist. I this think is, that's the only place it could be. This is perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> like the thing is, it's it's not even a bowl, right? It's a sculpture. Like you can't put anything in it and it just would fit nowhere better than that office. Um, this is a nostalgic post in a way. Okay. Because... Uh, Michelle. Michelle posted, Hi, Buns. Looking to see if anyone would be interested in these. And these happen to be 8-bit versions of piranha plants from Super Mario Brothers. So you know Super Mario Brothers, there's the the tubes, those green tubes, the plumbing tubes, and those plants that come out of it that can kill you. And they shoot fire sometimes. And sometimes they definitely shoot fire. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes. And sometimes. (laughs) So there's she she made these out of those um those beads and you yeah. I don't even know the name of the beads. You... I used to own them. In fact, they're like um I believe we just looked at perler beads. Perler beads. And you just give them a good old iron, and they heat up and mold meld mold whatever. <laughs> melt melt. Okay. <laughs> melt is the word you're looking for. Um, they melt together to become like these little coasters slash. Whatever you want them to be, essentially. But I have so many of these beads at home that I think I want to take over this woman's market because she's getting some buzz. These, this, this is kind of shorthand for all the amazing businesses that have been started on yeah. Bond, where someone put up something was like, I just want to see, and then there's an overwhelming response to it. Yeah. And this woman is going to sell out of these prana plants. So these prana plants that she's doing, I should mention as well, she's putting them into actual potted plants in soil. Oh, so really? It, yeah, so it's it looks like a real plant. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. It looks like a fake plant in a real pot. Yeah. That makes sense? Yes. Yeah. Man, amazing. Um, one post that I saw, uh, Buddha, telling us some real real things okay so apparently there's a dog napper uh near alexander street and by college in carlton uh essentially this woman was walking her dog and a guy just walked up to her uh at this intersection was like oh like how this is a cute little dog and grabbed it and ran away so i didn't really know that that's so crazy i know can i just be like <laughs> oh this is a dog cool grabs it and runs away i didn't know that dog napping really was a thing like what is the purpose of napping a dog it, well i don't i didn't know it was so brazen someone's <laughs> like hey you know what this is mine now yeah <laughs> um i think well the only the only purpose I could think of is from movies. Okay. I, have you seen Seven Psychopaths? The movie? Mm, yeah, no. No, it's a great movie. Christopher Walken, um, another amazing actor who's pretty cool. And anyways, <laughs> um, they they essentially dog nap 
somebody puts up a poster like, hey i lost my dog i'm missing there's a reward yeah and then they go and collect the reward oh so it's like a pretty profitable institution <laughs> it's, probably, it's the most unethical and illegal yeah. <laughs> way of making money like pulling on people's heartstrings essentially but yeah um that's basically what it is in the same way it's like i guess in the way people steal bikes with all without all the sentimental sentimentality is that a word who knows close who knows man if it wasn't so bad maybe i'd do it no but i'm afraid of dogs i wouldn't even be able to pick them up you're also not a terrible person I, so yep that was it's also true um thought saw something and thought of you immediately Oren. what is this um basically this woman caroline is looking for uh, a sailor mars costume <laughs> and i wondered if you had one for her because uh, i know this is your favorite show so not only, not only was this like a really big part of my childhood yeah sailor mars was my favorite sailor scout yeah yeah without a doubt without a and doubt she was like it wasn't really reflected of me because she was like the bitchy one. Oh, like Mercury was like the nerd. Yeah. Um, Jupiter was more like the jock in a way. Venus was like super pretty. Yeah. And obviously, Sailor Moon was the queen to rule them all. She's, yeah. She was the Regina George in a way. Are you? Do you identify most as Sailor Mars, or <laughs> would you? Who would you pick as your most identified as Orange? Well, I don't know, but if I had to be one, it's obviously going to be Sailor Moon. True. Like she gets all the credit right. and she gets tuxedo mask. Slash oh. Darian. Like, pff, come on. Come on. Come on. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is this is the woman who escaped the great polar bear attack. Yeah, that, that we speculated. Yeah, that we overhyped a bit. Yeah. Um, Keely, or Kelly. Sorry, I don't, I, uh, don't know how to pronounce her name. But she has a, she's, she's posting yep. a 1998 Nissan Quest. Nissan Quest is a 98 minivan. Oh, my God, the Quest. And she's like, she's putting it up because um, although it passed um, all the Northwest Territories, safety requirements easily once you got to um to uh, ontario yeah it didn't it didn't didn't hold up so this keely yeah she drove it from sorry she drove it from uh from Yellowknife here escaping Yellowknife. <laughs> we can we can only <laughs> we can only assume she was escaping Yellowknife. sorry to all of our buns Yellowknife people up there but yeah. not visiting anytime soon <laughs> just, just gonna be very candid about that i hear it's uh like because oh northwest territories i'm saying the yukon that's totally separate <laughs> Um, but I hear the Yukon's very beautiful in the summertime. Listen, I'm sure they're all very beautiful. Like 24 hours of sunlight, 24 hours of darkness. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's crazy cool. And I know someone up there. Really? Knew someone. We lost contact when she went up there. They don't have much, so. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm being ridiculous. Right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the point of this girl, she's looking to trade a canoe for her car. Yeah, a sweet canoe with paddles and a life jacket, a queen bed frame, or tattoos. She says, honestly, I'm not sure what to ask for. Yeah, this is a weird trade. Hit me up if you're interested. Maybe we can work something out. And listen, three hundred thousand K. If it still runs, and maybe need me, maybe need a, a minivan. Sixty bucks each to fill it. Sixty bucks to fill it up. Wow, sounds like a bit of a steal. Because I'm thinking this girl probably, you know, her family was scattered after the polar bear attack of 2017. <laughs> Yo, we gotta stop speculating. <laughs> <laughs> and she drove across, and now she needs to get across the lake. And needs the canoe to, to further her escape plan. So help Keely out. She just wants to find a safe place where the polar bears won't follow her anymore. <laughs> um, you you found you found another oh. bit of nostalgia here that oh. I think some people will just die will, for. Will die. So uh, Leah Leah Jade, bless her heart. She's offering two tickets for a Matchbox Twenty and County Crows concert tomorrow at the Budweiser stage. So. I saw this post and I thought, I haven't thought about Matchbox 20 in six years, at least, minimum. And then we're trying to figure out what songs they sing. It's like, I want to push you in, 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 What did you call it? It's Yarling, right? It's called Yarling, yeah. I, I don't oh. know if that's a, the technical term for it, but uh, I think it's like an urban dictionary term for it. That and like Chad Kroger and yeah. uh, Pearl Jam. All those yeah. guys. It's just the funniest and the Counting Crows, too. I only know them from their song that they have in Shrek. The, uh, these, la nope, I'm not even going to do it because I don't even remember. <laughs> but if you guys are interested in Matchbox 20, ticks, hit her up. <laughs> uh, C&E. This has to be one of the two great stories of the C&E because it involves everything we love about the internet. Yeah. So put your post-it of this cute couple. Mm -hmm. um, they're 
arm around each other looking great. With a blooming onion. A blooming onion. No in less. Hand. And it's a pretty good photo. But the photo was only slightly obstructed because to the right, there's a woman yeah. who looks disheveled, we'll say. Who's also looking into the camera straight down the lens. Straight down the barrel. <laughs> into the soul of that person taking the photo. And and what makes it even more like bright and jarring is that this woman is wearing a bright a, like a bright blue sweater. Like she doesn't even blend into the background. Yeah, and and the post was something like, Hey, we just want the photo of the two of us. But yeah. this picture's taken at the C and E and so while some people might think, oh, they just want the two of them because there's all these people at the C&E. Yeah. What she's really saying is... Get this cracked out lady out of my pick. <laughs> Yo, you, we don't know she's on crack. You can't say that. True. That's disparaging to people. Disheveled. Yeah. Disheveled the, woman. This disheveled woman. But honestly, she just looks caught off guard. Like, who the hell's <laughs> taking a photo of me? That's what... She's like, you pointing that camera at my face and my child in my little wheelbarrow that I'm pushing? I no, love it's not her. a wheelbarrow. I love this woman. And... So the internet took hold, buns took hold, <laughs> and it would have been just easy enough just to crop that woman out. And yeah. that's all you need, just crop her out. But instead, everyone's posting so many good photoshops yeah. of this of this. They're putting Pikachu's in the background. <laughs> they're they're putting the woman who they wanted maybe out of this photo yeah. is now plastered all Everywhere. over. <laughs> They've scratched out photos. Um, it's worth a look just to go into the Buns Trading Zone site and see how many variations of the store i honestly every time i see someone that goes photoshop buns i'm immediately like i need i'm so ready to be taken on this journey of a post that we're about to see chup chup yo what's chup what is chup yo, what is chup so what? i'll read the post and maybe maybe we'll leave the audience a couple seconds to see if they can figure out what chup is okay it says hey saucy buns three things of chup and a coffee here Currently in Bowmanville, en route back to Toronto, ISO succulents, craft beer, and candles. What do you think Chup is? Uh, yep, not going to give you much time. Chup is the abbreviated form, apparently, of ketchup. This person is at an en route, <laughs> an en route rest stop <laughs> on the 401, no. and, and they have a coffee <laughs> and three mini containers, dipping containers of ketchup. Magic. And the ISO of succulents, craft beer, and candles is basically ninety percent of all ISOs. Yeah. <laughs> Odd buds. Um, this person's fake name is Joaquin Phoenix, or real name, but I'm assuming fake name is Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, um, and just won our hearts with this post. Oh, congr congratulations. When you're just out of chup and you don't know what to do, or you need some chup, or you got chup to give. Also, ketchup, you don't need to put that in the freezer. Or in the, no, definitely not the freezer. That'd be disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ew, frozen ketchup. <laughs> um, yeah, you don't need to put ketchup in the fridge, you know? You don't? No. Think about every, like, diner you've ever been to in your life. Yeah, and they just sit in there. They'll sit on the table. It's vinegar-based. Lasts forever. True. It just lasts forever. It lasts for a long time. Wow. All right. I found another sort of food-related gem. Hit me up. D another Daniel. Wow. Daniel Hopper. Hooper. No, Hopper, for sure. He's uh went to a staff barbecue that just didn't clearly they didn't like cheese and this man has two kilograms, ninety six slices of packaged processed cheese, uh worth fifty dollars if he had to guess. So this man wants a new computer for all this cheese, which I was like what? But then Orange was like Laura, it's a joke. Uh and then tall cans or tokens. I just love the fact that this man's has black diamond sliced cheese <laughs> ready for us. Yeah, what that's so real. It's so real. That's so real. Like now, processed I, cheese is I don't know what people want to say, but like, oh, I'm making like these new grocery sandwiches. Yeah. It's gonna have like Emmental. <laughs> it's also gonna have Gouda, obviously, <laughs> smoked variety, Balderson. That but, sounds amazing. Yeah, I mean obviously it sounds amazing, but when people get right to it, I don't. You don't need to use multigrain bread. You don't need to use some fancy cheese. Yeah. Just get the white wonder bread, who's not a sponsor, but they better be. <laughs> and some craft singles, and you're good. But this is black diamond. So we got into this a little bit earlier, but on the scale of when you're going to a grocery store and you're a student and you need to buy cheese, you go Cracker Barrel is the top, then Black Diamond, then Kraft. So these people bought black diamond processed cheese slices, which only leads me to believe that it's probably better than the Kraft singles. 
Yo, I think you're wilding right now. First of all, <gasps> if you're a student, it's whatever's cheap. And cheese True. is a premium. Yeah, it is. So whatever's on sale, number yeah, one, that's what's, it, that's what's it. cheap, and then how much money is actually in my pocket. True. Because, you know, the most days, like in most weeks when I was a student, I went without cheese, you know, and those were the hard times. Those were the hard times. <laughs> <laughs> and those were the dark days. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we have another quick one for you, which is lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephanie said, ISO, these two lovebirds who were taking the view from Toronto Island last Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Here are your advanced engagement picks, should that day ever come. So she snuck up behind these people, <laughs> took a photograph of them, yeah. of them yeah. taking a look at the Toronto skyline, which yeah. looks beautiful. The sun is setting. It looks awesome. Oh, it's a magic photo. Um, it looks beautiful with maybe one exception. They're literally sitting on sandbags, <laughs> like the gross, not cute sandbags. I'm like, well, you just crop those out. Let's, let's do a quick little crop. Quick little crap. And maybe the story that took our hearts. Our hearts oh, and our souls this week. Is baby Beyonce. <laughs> baby B. Uh, let, me, uh, let, me, let me read this for you because it's hella cute. Um, this little girl is out selling lemonade. Mm-hmm. The reason she's doing it is because it's a back to school fundraiser for herself and other kids in the community. And so she set up, she set up this lemonade stand mm-hmm. on King West and you know, King West got money. Yeah, King West is the area you want to start a lemonade stand. Yeah. Because because you can't really do it in Forest Hill, it's too spread out, Yeah, right? And that's another rich area of Toronto if you didn't know. Um, and King West, King West got money and it got concentration. Yeah, that's what, it's yeah. the two premium things that you need when you're starting to become a lemonade entrepreneur. So, so this woman goes out, this little girl, woman, this little girl woman. goes oh, out. She's a woman now, this girl's making bank. She's growing up real yep. quick. <laughs> and for four days, selling lemonade um, and just, just killing it. So I did a lemonade stand when I was younger and I am nowhere near this girl's level. I did it for like maybe three hours in the day. And it was in my neighborhood, which is residential. So like maybe five people walked by. But this girl, like she better be making a like a percentage off of this before she gives it to the <laughs> gives it to the community. Cause I mean this girl's slaving away. Taking her cut. Taking her cut. Yeah. Sorry about this nice little like socialist attitude. It's like all about that capitalism. <laughs> uh that's 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 amazing. What a what a story to end on. So uh, that was your this week in buns. Yep. And we'll see you soon. Yep. Bye. Too much shit in your apartment? Get rid of it today on the Buns app. Available in the App Store, Google Play Store, or online at buns.com. Okay. So like I said at the top of the show, interview this week is with Cameron from Black Oak Brewery. We talk about craft beer, the business, a bunch of stuff. So if you like craft beer, this interview is for you. Here we go. Beer here. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right. Hey guys, welcome to the Buns Podcast. Welcome to another episode. I'm here with Cameron from Black Oak Brewery. Hello. How's it going, man? It's going great. It's the middle of summer, and it's the best time to sell beer and the best time to drink beer, and things are good. Yeah, things are good. So before we get into it, um, just a little story for everybody. So I met you. We were at Hillside. Yep. Uh, I was interviewing some bands at Hillside for uh, the Crystal Ballroom podcast. And we were sitting down with the band mid-interview. And then all of a sudden, over our shoulders comes a bunch of beers. And I'm like, what is happening right now? Because we were just like in the middle of a field. Right? And then a bunch of beer. I'm like, who? what is this? Who are these people? And then, you know, I, I turn around and I see you handing everyone beers. And I'm like, who is this magical man? <laughs> Just handing us beers like out of the mist. It was like the alcoholic version of uh, Field of Dreams or something. And I'll so, take it. <laughs> yeah. And so when we were done, uh, you know, we we came over and and talked to you. And it turns out that you knew the, uh, my co-host yeah. Vanessa, and uh, that you work for Black Oak, and you were there selling beers. Yeah. And you were nice enough to give us a couple tastes. And um, I was drinking what I'm drinking now, Beat the Heat. And uh, great beer. But so let's talk a little bit about the the beer business. What 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 do you do at Black Oak? Uh, I am a sales rep. 
So basically, I am communicating with bars and uh, restaurants and LCBOs. And uh, as a small brewery, there's a lot of other little jobs that come along that aren't really uh, on the description. Right. Uh, so yeah, I work events as well when I, when I can, and, uh, I deliver beer sometimes I delivered some beer today and, yeah. uh, yeah, it's, it's fun. You get to do a lot of different things, but, uh, your head's in a lot of different places at once. So you, but, uh, sure. yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a fun job and I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah. Well, before we get into the beer, let's just take a, re- a rewind for a second. How does one get into the beer industry? Where did you grow up? First of all. Uh, I was born in Mississauga, grew up in Oakville, and then moved to Toronto when I was uh, basically a young adult. Yeah. Um, and I guess uh, you, you get into things uh, in, in lots of the same ways. I, I, uh, I started small. I, I knew friends who worked at breweries, and I asked if I could work their events and got my name out there. And then uh, those friends uh, hooked me up with when uh, – sorry, when uh, – when job openings would come up, and yeah. so I just started applying and uh, met the right people, and and uh, here we are today. I, I started actually at a low position at the brewery too, and uh, when opportunity arose, I uh, I jumped for it. But this wasn't your first job at a brewery. Uh, this no, I worked at this uh, same brewery. I was doing uh, in-house stuff. Okay, um, and then yeah, my my uh, my coworker uh, left, and uh, yeah, I jumped at the opportunity. Yeah. Do you? So to get a job at a brewery, do you necessarily need to have knowledge in thing all things beer, or is it just like how does it how does one do that? Because I, it, I'm I'm kind of curious. It sounds like a yeah. dream job to a lot of people, you know, like video game tester or something. Yes, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, I am. I guess I'm technically working right now, and I'm drinking beer, so it, it's it's a bit. Of, it can be a dream sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I apologize. I'm saying I'm a lot. Uh, no, don't worry about <laughs> it. This is very informal. Yes. So not to worry at all. So, I mean, we're drinking beers, like you said. That's so. it. Uh, so, sorry. The question again was... Uh, yeah, like, do you have... Do you, like, what What are the qualifications to, to get a job at oh, a brewery? Yes, okay. Like, do you need to know things about beer before you start? I, I, would, I would say there's some positions uh, that you wouldn't need experience. There's definitely, like, you would definitely want experience to be a, a brewer. Um, and I think... Right. I did a lot of home brewing at home before this. Oh, did you? I made okay. sure that I put that on my resume. Uh, I went to school for cider. Uh, what? Yeah. How does took, one go to school for cider? Let's talk about that. There's for only a one program, uh, and it, yeah, it's kind of funny. It doesn't really have a lot to do with beer, but it's similar enough that I think it looked good on my resume. Right. But uh, uh, me and my buddy would home brew. He actually is the head brewer at uh, Pommy's now, Pommy Cider. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we would home brew and. We like doing it so much that we both signed up to the only program available, which is at Cornell University. Uh, and it took us two years to make it through the waiting list. Whoa. And uh, we jumped at it. And it was a one-week intensive program. Every day you were in the classroom or mm-hmm. uh, you were either smelling and tasting cider or, or learning the process or actually making cider. Right. And uh, yeah, we got to live in... What was it? Ithaca, New York for a week. Yeah, yeah. And it was beautiful there. It was so nice. Did you learn a lot? Learn a ton. Yeah. Our teacher was English and uh, there's a there's much more of a history of making cider in England. Mm-hmm. Uh, in America, basically when Prohibition came around, they cut down all the, the trees that we traditionally use to make cider with yeah. and replaced them with edible apples. Okay. And then when Prohibition ended, nobody regrew grew the trees. So cider's only, that's why cider's only really starting to come around again. Sure. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. So is the ultimate goal then to maybe use that knowledge to start brewing yourself? <laughs> I used to think that would be a good idea. Uh, but now seeing, uh, just working in the industry, it's, yeah. uh, you know, God love the owner of, of my brewery, but it is, it's a crazy amount of work and you're not guaranteed you're going to make any money. Um, it's a lot of fun, yeah. but, uh, it also costs a lot of money to start a brewery and I, imagine, I don't know yeah. where I would find that money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, you go into it and it looks like, you know, a facility that they would make pharmaceuticals at or something. It's just like all these like giant vats and pipes everywhere and stuff. And it's always like super, super clean, I imagine, because it it has to be. So it, uh, yeah, I I suspect that it's very expensive to own and operate a brewery. And and then if you want to be the brewer on the brewing side, uh, they say it's about like 75% of the time you're cleaning. Mm-hmm. So all the fun stuff, the brewing, the tasting the beer, you know, thinking up new recipes. Right. 
that's really not what's going to take up the majority of your time. You're just going to be scrubbing tanks and spraying water and, and chemical and you yeah. know, boots are, you, your boots are going to last a year because the chemicals are going to eat them up. And so, yeah, it, but it's, uh, you know, we, I definitely value the staff we have back there. Uh, <laughs> well, so let's talk about that for a bit. Let's talk about, uh, black Oak brewing and, uh, what you guys are about, because I mean, you mentioned something to me and I, I I'm no beer expert, you know, like I, uh, I know a couple micro brews here and there and I, I enjoy drinking beer, but, uh, you had mentioned that you guys have been around a while and I didn't, I wasn't familiar, so tell some tell everyone who's listening about Black Oak. What okay, you guys so are doing. Um, Black Oak's named after the family tree of the owner. Uh, his name is Ken Woods. Uh, he's a longtime guy in the industry. He uh, was one of the first members of the Ontario Craft Brewers, which is a um, what is it? It's a it's a it's a group of uh, craft breweries. I'm probably using the wrong name. And yeah, he was one of the original owners. I think I heard the other day that he's the only one that's still on the board. Well, uh, and we have their office. Uh, uh, in our brewery, mm-hmm. um, basically all the top craft breweries in Ontario are part of the OCB. We really? have a giant conference every year. Uh, it's a hell of a lot of fun. I was going to say that must be amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's and and the industry is such such a, a great industry in that everyone most people get along. Right. So you're happy to see people from other breweries. Um, so yeah, going back, uh, 1999, we started it up. We started in Oakville. Well, hold uh, on, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, but I'm going to ask you because you know. The the fact that the office is in is you know f- located near you guys and that you meet all these craft brewers have you noticed an influx of like new craft brewers in the last little while because I I feel like I've noticed the an announcement of a lot of new beers that I'd never heard of uh, yes uh, it's alive and well right now in Ontario for sure uh, I I get to see the list too of all the new the new member breweries and it's yeah the, the proof is right there you know like we're not hiding it right um craft beer is is killing it right now in ontario and do you find that it helps everyone all around so like the fact that people are are almost like fiending craft beer now as opposed to because i remember 10 years ago you you'd see a small brewery and be like no no no, forget that i'm gonna just get like whatever i'm gonna get records or something you know but now people are, are seeking out and it's almost like a point of pride in that like when you know, you were in high school and you found a new band and you're like, hey guys, check this out. <laughs> it's like finding a new beer and you're like, hey guys, I got this beer. You guys haven't tasted it yet. Yeah. Do you find that it's like helping the business? Uh, I think so. Uh, any any brewery that's making good beer right now is is, is selling it. Yeah. Um, there is a lot of competition, but sure. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's strange that way. Everyone's still, at least from my perspective, everyone's still getting along. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think currently there's probably enough business for everybody. Right. Uh, but that'll be interesting to see like if it keeps growing at this rate like what'll happen sure uh, because there are a lot of, yeah I think they said there was like 40 new breweries last year right but you and guys have been doing it for a long time like like we said earlier yeah. which I kind of interrupted you on there but so I imagine you got a bit of a leg up because you've had a bunch of experience doing what you do those who know our beer uh, we we do make very good what a lot of people in the industry would say is uh, we make good liquid okay <laughs> funny term uh but yeah, those those who know our beer really do like the product. Uh, we've won lots of awards. Basically, every one of our beers has either won an Ontario Brewing Award or a Canadian Brewing Award. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've just recently rebranded because we were having a bit of a hard time um, keeping our beer on the shelves, really, with all the competition. And uh, it did need a little bit of a, a refresher. And we're hoping that that coinciding with the fact we're still making the same good beer, mm-hmm. uh, that we're going to see an increase because we want to... You want to sell a lot of beer so you can make more beer. Right. We want to, you know, we have uh, we have seasonals that you can only get at the bar. We would love to see it in the LCBO. Right, right, right. Um, so success breeds success, right? Sure. Yeah. Well, my buddy uh, Andrew, who was at um, Hillside with us, who uh, is the co-host of the You Gotta Love It podcast, but also uh, a owns a marketing agency who specializes in branding, was very impressed by... Uh, what, oh. what you got going on here? Yeah, the, well, the person we uh, brought on to do it is uh, well known uh, up in Guelph. Her name's uh, Kai Sepulis, and uh, she did some rebrands for some other uh, breweries. Um, I, I, I don't want to mention names in, unless, in case I'm wrong, but I'm right, pretty right. sure. I, Fair. And uh, yeah, she uh, she doesn't just work in beer. This is her full time job, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, yeah, she did a bang up job, and she's continuing to do our seasonal cans because we, we we have new beers coming out all the time. Okay, well, let's talk about what you got right now because 
uh, one of the f- things that I enjoy the most about craft beers is like you never know. You know, it's like ice cream flavors, right? You yeah. go to like a an ice like a local ice cream parlor, and they might have a flavor. You're like, I've never tried anything like yeah. this before. So yeah, what what are we what are we looking at on the table here? Well, what we're both drinking is our saison. Uh, it's a Belgian style saison. It originally came out of the LSPO just as saison in a bottle. Right. It was in a black and orange bottle, and it, everyone thought it was a pumpkin beer. So there, there's branding right there alone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and as you can see, we've changed it. It's a beautiful uh, sort of seafoam and orange and yellow can. It's got a pair of oranges on there. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice, yeah, it's a nice, easy drinking wheat beer for the summer. It's been selling really well for us, and the packaging has been a big part of that. Uh, and it's not overly people. sweet because nope. generally speaking, some wheat beers are too sweet for me. This yeah. one's like perfect. Yeah, it is a very well balanced beer. Uh, when it first came out as saison, it did win a gold at I think the OC, at the Ontario Brewing Awards. Nice. Um, yeah, it's 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 easy to sell beer when it's when it's good. And um, yeah, this this uh, this beer sells really well for us in the summer. It is a seasonal, mm-hmm. so it's in the LCBO. It's in grocery stores. Uh, it's not in the beer store, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, it should be done in September, and that's generally when our nut brown beer, which is the next one here. Yeah. Uh, Generally, that's when everyone starts wanting to drink that. They think it's a fall beer. There's a lot of misconceptions with beer. Sure. So it's brown in color, and and people think it's a fall beer. So is it, is it like a stout? No, it is a brown ale, uh, English style brown ale. It is very low in hoppiness okay. or IBUs, uh, international bitter units, uh, which is basically just a number to tell you what to expect in sure. the bitterness and the hoppiness. Uh, so that's just a 15 IBU. It's our flagship uh, beer. We say it's the beer that we uh, that built the indu- uh, built the brewery, not the industry, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, yeah, it's won lots of awards. It is a very easy drinking beer for a, people to see that dark color. Yeah, but it really is uh, an ale, which are easy drinking. Uh, it's got that hazelnut on it that people love, and some people you can get some chocolate or coffee off it. A lot of people get coffee. Uh, and it's really good for uh, like barbecuing, marinating. We got restaurants that make barbecue sauce with it. Right. So it's like one of those, like not only can you drink it, but you can go grocery shopping and buy it as an ingredient. Like I put it in chili. I just pour a whole can in. That's amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, clearly you've kind of gone through this spiel once or yeah, twice yeah. before, <laughs> you know, but I'm like old hack at this now. Yeah. 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 But and so obviously, I mean, like you said, you're a sales rep. You're no stranger to selling it, but you, I mean, you have to kind of believe in it to be able to, yeah. to sell it. I'm sure. Do you? Going back to working at a brewery, do they kind of like have tastings? Do you sort of like? Are you not forced to? Obviously, you like to drink beer, but like, is it is it part of the job to have like sit there and sort of down a couple every once in a while just to like uh, get that on your palate? Yeah. I I do sample everything before I sell it. Obviously, yeah. um, I love when a new beer comes out because I, I, I we I don't think we've ever made a bad beer since yeah. I've been working there a little over a year and a half. Do you have any input on that, by the way? Like, do you ever say like, hey, why don't we try to do something like this? Uh, if if I think a, a beer has spoiled uh, or has something's gone wrong with it, mm-hmm. uh, I have the ear of the brewer, but they're not coming to me looking for recipes or anything like sure, that. Sure, sure. Uh, I think we've done some tastings where we were tweaking a beer and we all sat around because it, you know, like the prototype more opinion- beers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so. that sounds like the coolest yeah. thing ever. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of fun, re- really fun parts of the job. And yeah, no, like you asked, do do I believe in the product? Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't. Frankly, I don't. I I'm still learning how to be a good salesperson. I don't think a year and a half is enough. And uh, I think it would be very hard if I didn't actually like the product. I've worked jobs that I didn't enjoy before, and I wasn't very good at them mm-hmm. for that reason. And uh, that's you know I left those industries. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm I'm happy to drink the product. We get a uh, we get uh, well well served. Our, our owner Ken treats us well at the brewery, so there's always beer. So I I don't know I don't think we mentioned this, but where's the brewery located? It's in Etobicoke. We always say it's right across from the jail, which it is. <laughs> uh, it's it's almost as far from the highway as say uh, Great Lakes Brewery is, which you can see from the highway. Yeah. Uh, obviously our our real estate is not uh, as good as theirs, uh, or at least the location of it. Sure. Uh, but when I say that, people go, "Oh, well, that's not that far," and that's right, why right. I say that, right? And we're we're but we're friends with GLB. Like they they uh, conveniently actually make very different beer from us too, which is mm-hmm. like really great um, because we're so close to each other. Yeah. Uh, but well, yeah, we we've been at Tobacco since two thousand eight, uh, yeah. right across from the jail, and uh, yeah, we're we 
we do tours. Uh, I, was, I was just about to ask, yeah. like, can I go visit and, and like yeah. have drinks and whatnot? We, we like to keep the brewery in a, in tip top shape so that people can actually see it. There are breweries that won't even let you in the back. Sure. Um, or so I've heard, you know, I'm, <laughs> but, uh, we, we pride ourselves on being able to give the tours and, and Ken, the owner gives them himself. And, uh, he's very knowledgeable, as you can imagine, 18 years in the, uh, in the industry. And yeah. he does, he does a bang up job. People love it. And, uh, we get a lot of people coming from other places too, cause, uh, we're on the way in from the airport. Okay. So I, I find I do get a lot of Americans when I used to work there, I would, I'd have to serve at, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, at the bottle shop or at the, uh, tasting room. There you go. Sure. Yeah. And can you give us a bit of an insight as to what the next beer? You said one of these is seasonal. So what happens after this one goes away? Do you know? Uh, basically, with with this particular seasonal, yeah, uh, it's it it is a summer beer. It's marketed as a summer beer. We could probably sell it all year round. Yeah, it's uh, pretty good. It's uh, a lot of what the LCBO uh, will let us get away with too. Sure. So uh, sometimes it might be easier to get a seasonal in. Uh, Hold on, we, we got some there's, we, we there's, got some guests because yeah. there's a bunch of beers on the desk. Come, 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 come in. Let's, let's liven this up. Yeah, you guys want some beers? Now watch out! Yeah, there's an eight percent beer there, so watch out, okay? A little beer. That's the green one. Little there. beer roulette going on yeah. here. All right. Yeah, uh, so I don't know if there's a perfect answer for that. Yeah, uh, I, it's you know one. One brewery's marketing of their seasonals is going to be, the other, you know, another brewery's going to say we could sell it all year round. Yeah. Uh, and and maybe we get there one day. Uh, but yeah, the the Nut Brown, our flagship beer, we sell all year round. Mm-hmm. It's in the beer store. It's in bottles, actually, in the beer store. Uh, but the old 355s. Can you can you drop any hints on to what the next beer flavor might be? Uh, kn- well, uh, I got to correct myself. There's 341 mil bottles. Uh, <laughs> I'm a man, man of accuracy. Yeah. Oh, people are going to hold you to yeah, that. Yeah, I know. They're going to be like, Cam, what an amateur. Uh, this guy doesn't know his liquid. Yeah, that's it. Right? <laughs> uh, the next beer, uh, we have uh, a Marzen style uh, lager, which is. Uh, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. So, a uh, Marzen style lager is, uh, oh man, if I'm remembering this correctly, it's. it's, it's the type of beer you'd be drinking at Oktoberfest. And Marzen is German for, I want to say, oh, I shouldn't do this on a recorded podcast, but <laughs> I, I feel like it was, it was because the bread would go bad or something. They, in March, they, they started, lagering means to age. Yeah. So uh, it's an extra, extra aged beer. Yeah. And I think it had something to do with, I'm just going to say seasons. And they had to make sure they, you know, if you couldn't eat bread, you made it into something else. You, right. And beer can be aged for a very long time. Uh, unlike you make a loaf of bread, it's bad in like a week. Right. Uh, so, yeah, Marzen style lager, we call it Oktoberfest because we're black oak. It's very, nice. very creative. Uh, and it's it's a delicious, easy drinking lager. But yeah. that's the thing. We don't even make a lager all year round. And other breweries are, are built on lagers. So mm-hmm. we're, we're sort of built more on uh, English style ales. Uh, I don't have it here, but the pale ale is another one of ours. It just, it didn't have the rebranded can yet. So next I, I time, yeah, next time <laughs> it's, it, we have a lot of beers. I imagine working for other breweries where they only have one. It's, you, you don't have to, Yeah. <laughs> but do I want to, you know, drink one beer all the time? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, it's nice to have variety for sure. So going back to when I first met you, we were, again, we were at Hillside, you were enjoying a music festival, you know, and you're like, Oh, well, yeah, I was, yeah. Got to go back to work now. <laughs> yeah. Right, like at the festival, and I'm thinking, this is a pretty sweet job. So yeah. how do you suggest if somebody's interested in beers, and maybe they want to be a brewer, maybe they just want to work for a brewery, how does one get into the beer industry? Yeah, like I would say, everyone's always looking for event staff. It sometimes is not the most glamorous work, but it, it's a lot of fun. You get to serve beer at a like, uh, Roundhouse Festival down at Steam Whistle. just happened uh, oh, over yeah. the weekend. And I work that, and it's... Uh, it's also just great meeting people who like your product. Like I've been working at Black Oak a long time, so I I, I appreciate that mm-hmm. side of it. Uh, yeah, I would say do that. Uh, there's you know there's always part time work at breweries that they're filling in for, so just keep an eye out. Uh, the best place also to look is uh, it's a website called Mom and Hops, and they have a careers section. Okay, it's actually their most popular section. Like the the website started as something else, and then we're like, oh, let's repost jobs, and now it's actually the most popular page. So people looking. For jobs in the beer industry, they're at, they're at Mom and Hops. I would go to Mom and Hops. That's where I've gone. That's where I went in the past. Uh, I'm not looking for a job right now. <laughs> uh, but 
but yeah, you just and 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 meet people. You know, get out there, meet people, uh, go to events, and just yeah, uh, that would be my best advice if someone's looking. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to ask you a very contentious question here. Sure. And I hope I don't get you in any trouble. That's, that's okay. But I probably already did. Black Oak aside. Yeah. Okay. What are some of your favorite beers? Oh, uh, that's no, that's fine. There's uh, so much good beer in Ontario. Uh, I like a lot of stuff at Bozas. I'm just trying to think of like what, what's the last beer I had that really blew my socks off. But I live like right basically at Ossington and Dundas. So like I have... Uh, a lot of good selection there so like obviously bellwoods is making good stuff yeah. and uh bandits around there i think right uh bandits a little further down the street i'm trying to think of who else is around there uh follies right over there i'm an east end guy so i only know yeah. i only know uh left field and godspeed yeah. at this point <laughs> i i went to godspeed recently it was really good mm-hmm. uh it's uh what a what a beautiful space they got going there it's always interesting to see like yeah, they're just trying to figure their stuff out right now, I think, because they just yeah. opened. So The food looks good. really good, too. Oh, the actually. food's amazing. Yeah, and we don't have that uh, angle, right? We, we're just a brewery. We well, don't have a restaurant. Yeah, a so. lot of people don't have that no. angle. Um, but no, I love Left Field, and I'm a big baseball fan, so like Left Field is just like yeah. perfect. I think their branding's really, really great. Um, yeah, I think like the more contentious issue would be like, tell us a brewery you don't like, and then I would just not answer it, because right. I would never do that. But uh, yeah, yeah. there's very few of them, let's put it that way, and and. And everyone's like I said, everyone's when when the next guy's making good beer, you want to make good beer. And yeah, right yeah. now Ontario is like in its golden age. It, hopefully it only gets better, but like it's there's a lot of people doing a lot of good stuff right now. So uh more generally speaking, uh as somebody who you know you, I work in computers all day, but yeah. I I I'm I'm abnormal in that I work with technology all day and I come home, I go home and I surround myself with technology. Most people, like say a chef, makes all this gourmet food all day, goes home and just has craft dinner or something. Yeah. So are you the guy who do you, you know, you're surrounded by black oak all day. Do you just go home and drink black oak or are you, you know, are you, do you not drink beer at home? What's the, what's your situation? Uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely, this is a full time job for me. Yeah. Uh, as a, actually, as a salesperson aside, it's yeah. like a full-time job. You know, uh, I, the brewers work way harder than me. Mm-hmm. But when they go home, the brewing's done. Right. Uh, I am live 24-7. I got my phone to work when I went on vacation because I didn't yeah. want my customers to not be able to get a hold of me. But I mean, like b- beer-wise. But are, yeah, are, beer... Are you... I, I am. I'm a big fan of beer. Uh, yeah. That's why I got into it. My And my friends could see that. My friends who already work in the industry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the, the, the fridge is stocked as... as like I said, my uh, I don't know if I mentioned he's my roommate, but uh, the head of Pommies were like lives at my house. Oh, I didn't know that. No, so no. we got we got cider and beer. Nice. So party uh, at your house. Really. <laughs> don't lose my don't lose my email address. Yeah, man. it's uh, bad timing. I should have been a sales rep in my twenties because yeah. then I, I used to like throw crazy house parties back then, and yeah. now I'm like I'd rather just go out to the bar and not have to clean up my entire house after sure, these sure. Ju- drunken animals, you know. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm. I appreciate all the other stuff too. Like I do like cider, I do like yeah. wine, uh, but beer is. I've well, always I've always got it around, and and we've always the the brewery's good to us. We've got they don't like send us home without beer. That's like, well, so along those same lines, when I, you know, I I've been a fan of music my whole life. Yeah. Uh, when I started seriously playing music, uh, you know, semi professionally, and spending a lot of time doing it, I found that when I would go to concerts, for the most part. I would listen to songs, but I would hear things in a different way. Start deconstructing them, being like, oh, you know, I love that little drum part they did yeah. there, that little guitar riff there. And like hear them in pieces and kind of see what they were doing and try and, and like, you know, absorb that. But I, I couldn't listen to a song and just be like, oh, that's a good song. Yeah. Right? I had to figure out why is it a good song, this and that. So does this job kind of affect the way you now enjoy beer? Do you taste other beers and go, eh, you know, like... We we got a similar one, but it's yeah. like I like this better, you know. I I, I do. Yeah. Uh, you like pick it apart, taste well, it's, bud. It's wise. like anything, right? You do something long enough. Like I've definitely, you know, drink beers for ten thousand hours at this point, so I'm an expert, <laughs> I guess. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Ma- no. Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love yeah. Malcolm Gladwell. Um, yeah, he's Canadian too, isn't he? Sorry to sidetrack. Oh, is he? Yeah, I didn't know. People that. don't really think because they just think like he seems like he belongs like in New York, like living in New York. He's right. just like this like global cool guy. Um, <laughs> uh, so what were we talking about there? Yes, uh, beer. 
like how, if yeah. the job affects your I, I think about how I used to drink yeah. and like how little I knew mm-hmm. uh, so you're kind of a connoisseur now I, I don't know about that um, I learned a lot going to school for cider that uh, because my best friend was sitting beside me smelling and tasting the same things I was yeah. he'd look down at my notes and go how did you not pull that smell out how did you not pull that smell out and I go I've always had bad sense of smell uh, so I actually don't think I could ever be a brewer because I'd be afraid that I would miss something. Sure. Um, I still think I've worked around that, uh, you know, disability for lack of a better word. Yeah. Uh, but I've always known I had bad smelling. Uh, but yes, I can appreciate, uh, better beers for sure. And, uh, I don't, uh, yeah, sometimes I'll drink something that I suspect is low, you know, not good beer and, mm-hmm. and I know it's not good beer. Sure. Um, uh, you know, I, I I definitely haven't not had a beer in like a year and a half because, yeah, part of my job is going to bars. So and yeah. you can only hang on a bar for so long. Right. Yeah. So I, I would say my appreciation for beer. Appreciation is the right word. Right. Uh, and I always tell people too, like, if you taste something I don't taste or I taste something you don't taste, yeah, that's okay. We don't all have the same palate. It's not like a production line where everything should be the same. It's like your palate actually is going to be different than mine. And your like life experiences with food are going to be different than mine. Sure. Uh, but you know, as I expand, actually my, my, you know, living in Toronto and trying different foods and traveling as well. Yeah. You know, it's, you're eating, eating is, you know, what am I trying to say here? As you expand your taste with other things like food. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's beer is going to come along with that. And, and, and beer pairs really well with cheese. People always think wine, I've gotten some uh, flavor combinations off drinking beer with cheese that blew yeah. my mind. I was like, I didn't, I didn't know this could, never had this flavor before. Yeah. So there's some cool stuff you can do for sure. And like I said, like you can cook with our our nut brown at least. Um, yeah, it's it's we live in a great city to time for some uh, nut brown yeah. uh, beer can chicken, man. Sorry. Said so time for oh, some beer, nut brown yeah. beer can chicken. We actually do the beer can chicken with uh, our pale ale. Oh really? Yeah. Ooh, that's yeah. a change of pace. So it's a little bit hoppier, but it's uh, for some reason that beer works for it. You know what? I've never made it, so I don't know why it works for it. But yeah, yeah. I know that uh, we have recipes on our website for like food you can make, mm-hmm. and the person who made them all tested them all. Yeah. And she's like, "You want to use the pale ale?" So yeah, yeah. the nut brown's more for like making barbecue sauce or marinating a steak or something. Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, uh, I think really the only way to sort of end this whole thing is just to say cheers man yeah cheers thanks, thanks for coming in thank you for having thanks me. for bringing the beer it was uh, it was delicious and uh yeah just keep doing with doing what you're doing and if you ever want to you know show up again with some more <laughs> beers <laughs> i'm not gonna yeah. say no no one's ever uh most people are happy to see me you know? yeah, yeah yeah you know and I, my final thought is i don't know how you do what you do because if i was doing what you did first of all i would not be able to drive to whatever yeah. bar i had to go to second of all i would just be morbidly obese just morbidly obese yeah. just drinking all the beers well it, it's surprising you get a lot of walking done yeah you park the car one place and the bar is like 15 minutes away so mm. yeah well thanks for cool. thanks for coming and chatting with me man thanks i really appreciate it yeah this week is sent to me by Ashley Jane. She is in a band called In the City. So, uh, if you guys like what you hear, go to weareinthecity.com and there's a bunch of links on where you can find their music. Here is In the City.